hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And today we're going to be having, we're talking about having some fun. At Fish Talk Radio, we do talk a lot about fishing. But one of the things that you have to remember that sometimes where the fish are is a difficult place to get to. So we have the privilege of having Ram Truck, which is actually a division of its own that we're going to be talking about. And then we're going to talk a little bit about something called rock crawling, crawling that I have had the opportunity to do over the weekend. And so we're going to be covering about that. And we've got a couple of experts that are going to be covering covering that for us. And right now, we've got about uh, just about one minute, but we're going to go introduce uh, Scott Brown. And Scott, are you there? Okay. Well, we're going to come right back to him anyway. Uh, let, okay. Anyway, we're, what we'd like to do is make sure that you remember to go to fishtalkradio.com. And you can be able to listen to any shows and find out about what's going on. And also go to realfunadventures.com. Go ahead and call them back. And uh, um, that you can reach that by that or just going to fishtalkradio.com and clicking on it. Because we've got a lot of fun stuff coming up. And if there's something that you don't see that you want to find, just drop us a line, email, give us a call. And you'd be amazed what we can do for you. If you want the trip of a lifetime at a price you can afford, you'd be surprised what we can do. But uh, you can reach us almost everywhere. Just uh, Google us or go to fishtalkradio.com and you listen to the show as many times as you want. If there's something that you heard that you didn't get a chance to write down, then uh, we can go ahead and, uh, okay, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and put you on. Anyway, um, you're listening to Fish Talk Radio. We're going to be talking about how to get to places that you won't be able to reach in your RV or your motorhome, but we'll find out how to get there. We'll be right back with you, so stay tuned for Fish Talk Radio. Set on the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming, laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and I have Scott Brown from Ram Trucks on the line with us. And last weekend, Scott and I got to spend some time together, and we want to tell you a little bit about it. Now, Ram, first of all, Scott, let's kind of explain a little bit about the company, because you... Well, the whole company's gone through some transitions in the last five or ten years. Right, but, uh, right. Give, give us an idea about, you know, the divisions. You know, you've got who the different owners are, who Chrysler is, and, and what the difference is between Dodge and Ram and Jeep and those things. So just kind of right. give a quick overview. Yeah, you know, a lot of changes. You know, Chrysler went through bankruptcy in 2009. Coming out of, the, coming out of bankruptcy... Um, we partnered up with Fiat, an Italian car manufacturer. Many people remember little little sports cars, um, and that partnership's been really great. Um, you know, we've had we've had almost 64 months of month over month sales, um, and now we're FCA, Fiat, Chrysler, automobiles, um, and the brands in the United States are Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge. Ram was broken away from Dodge so that we can have a division that focuses just on trucks. Um, and now you can also add in Fiat, which is our fuel economy leader for the North American market. And now we're just in the process of launching Alfa Romeo. So an iconic Italian sports car um, and sports brand is coming back to the United States. And we're right in the middle of, of relaunching Alfa Romeo right now. Well, Scott, things aren't necessarily the way they used to be because, you know, it, usually people, it's like you're a Ford person, you're a Mopar person, or you're, or you're a Chevy person, and that kind of is handed down from father to son to grandson. But a lot has changed in the last, uh, I, you know, there was a time well, when, when Fiat used to be in the United States, and they went, they pulled back, and people, most people thought that, well, they, you know, I guess they don't exist anymore, or, but they're actually one of the largest car companies in the world, is that right? That is, that is correct. I think they're the sixth largest manufacturer in the world, um, and, you know, Maserati is part of that, Ferrari is part of that, Iveco Trucks is part of that, um, Case, New Holland, so in wow. farming and, and commercial equipment, so it's a huge, it's a huge manufacturing uh, vehicle manufacturing, um, lots of great stuff, doing some really good things worldwide, and um, you know we're proud to be part of it. Well, I remember when Fiat stood for Fix It Again, Tony. Right. But things are a lot different now than they were when you know when we used to remember many years ago when the Fiats right. were around. They're well, actually high, one of the highest quality, and they're those that little one that you have out now. It's just it's going by. It's uh, you, now you're starting to see them everywhere. Yeah. You know, in, in a lot of cars, you know, in the 70s, and that's when Fiat was here and, and, and got a bad rap. I can tell you, Fiat looked at one of the reasons, well, some of the reasons that they failed, and they, they really came up with three things that they're really focusing now as they relaunch in North America. And number one is, it used to be they brought cars here that were, were designed and built and engineered in Italy, and they didn't take anything into account of, of, of the North American market. The climates, they didn't didn't take that into it. We're cold we're colder here, we're, we're hotter here. Um, we drive farther distances. They literally in the past would just bring vehicles, drop them here, and say, here, here are our Italian products. You will love them. They're not doing that now. They're engineering. They're designing those cars for the North American market. Bigger gas tanks, better HVAC systems, um, you know, a whole litany of, di- of different parts. 
they also, one of the reasons they failed is they didn't have a good dealer network. Well, they've been able to cherry pick the best Chrysler stores and, and train the best Chrysler tech, technicians. Um, and then the third thing is, is, is parts distribution. Um, you know, it used to be if you had a problem with the Fiat, it'd take a month to get a part. Well, mm-hmm. now they use Mopar and the Mopar distribution centers, and parts are, parts are going to be there the next day. So between those three things, you know, dealers, good dealers, parts distribution, and then engineering products for the North American market, it's a fantastic product. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I know there's a, a neighbor lady that loves hers, and she, she says it's her Alfa Romero because it's the, yeah. made by the same people. And it's yep. a pretty neat little car. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we're, one of the things that's working is that, you know, the, the Dodge Dart um, and even like the oh, Cherokees. Yeah. Yeah. We're sharing chassis. You know, the Alfa Romeo Giulietta is a chassis that, that uh, is now taken and it's widened and, it's, and it's, it's changed a bit. But that chassis now is shared with Chrysler Group products. So wow. a lot of good synergies going on. Well, you were kind enough to allow me to drive one of your 150s uh, up to Big Bear. It's about 200, 250-mile trip. Uh, for, I live in Santa Barbara along the coast, and we went up into the mountains with it. And it, it had this, we talked about it before, this, this new 3-liter uh, V8 diesel engine. Yeah, it's a V6. It's a V6. The three-liter V6. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I'll tell you, one of the problems that I had is that the other day before I before you came and took it back away from me, uh, is you know it was at the post office and I I uh, you know I got in, turned the key, and and uh, I didn't hear anything. So I was going to try and start it again, and then I thought, wait a minute, <laughs> I, I tried to start it again because I didn't hear the engine running. And that's yeah, the, a and that's a diesel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the diesels, the modern diesels, are nothing like they were even mm-hmm. ten years ago, and, and definitely not like they were thirty five, forty years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're clean, they're quiet, um, they're powerful. You know, that little that little V six diesel that you drove, um, it's a three liter. Um, it has two hundred and forty horsepower. 420 pound feet of torque. When when we when we launched our partnership with Cummins yeah. um, back back in the late 80s, yeah. and it was a 5.9 liter, and people were just blown away. They called it the stump puller. Well, that 5.9 liter engine was like 190 horsepower and 400 pound feet of torque. So today, <laughs> so today you got an engine that's less half, than half, yeah, less than half the displacement, yeah, but yet it's more powerful. It's more fuel efficient. Um, yeah, it's a, for a fifteen hundred truck, and this is our this is our light duty Ram fifteen hundred. You know, you that truck will get up to twenty nine miles per gallon. It's blowing away anything <laughs> anything from Ford, anything from, yeah. from Chevy, anything from Toyota, including yeah. the Tacoma, which is their their small truck. We're getting we're getting four to five miles per gallon. Better than the Tacoma. Well, the other so. thing—the other thing that I noticed now—it's got obviously it has to have off-road tires on it, or well, multi-purpose tires anyway. But the tires that are on it are impressive because they're—they don't make noise. Uh, they're smooth. You know, they've got you know grooves in them and such, so that you could use them on different terrains. But uh, um, you know, they're they're smooth and quiet, and the, and that truck rides like a car. Well, John, that truck that you drove is, was the Outdoorsman model, and that Outdoorsman model is a model that actually was absolutely designed after talking to people like yourself, fishermen, hunters, guys that are using their trucks to haul boats, get into the woods, um, and so we came up with a package, which you know, one of the things that it comes with is a, is a more aggressive tire um, uh, not quite an all-terrain, but w- way more off-road than, say, a straight street tire. You know, better seats, towing packages, skid plate. So they, the outdoorsman that you drove had all of that stuff on it, um, basically to help you and to help hunters, help boaters, basically do what they need to do, get where they need to go and, and get the job done. Well, this uh, the name of this program is Fish Talk Radio. So now we kind of talk a little bit about what we wanted to talk about. Now, frequently, especially in this day and age, there's not a lot of when you, you don't want to go to some place that's next to a campground and kids are throwing rocks in the creek. Right. Right. Um, so if you really want to get out and up, you know, away from the crowds, where you can actually catch fish that were not stocked yesterday. Right. And into these beautiful areas, you're not going to take your Winnebago or most even most RVs. 
or crossover, right. crossovers at least. You know, there's some to get to get back there. There's some you know some pretty difficult terrain. Right. So, but if you can do it and you get there and you're the only one there, wow, how great is that? Right. Oh yeah, that's special. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember. I remember John a couple of years ago when we took that trip up um, up out of uh, Mammoth. Oh yeah, t- it, for the Golden Trout, went up ten thousand feet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, you, mm-hmm. you remember? I mean, we it took us two hours to to rock crawl in. Yeah. You know, but then we're at an unbelievably beautiful spot okay. that, that that we wouldn't have been able to get to if no we wouldn't way. have had those jeeps. Absolutely. Well, also when you mentioned rock crawling, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, we went down the road, but instead of trying to find the right path, we were purposely trying to find the biggest rock to crawl over. But anyway, we're going to come right back, so don't go anywhere, Scott. I, I know that you're pulled off the side of the road on your way to go fishing, but we'll be right back with you. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Cutthroat movement like largemouth, speckled trout, dorado, coho, flyingfish, walleye, bonefish, sunfish, codfish, monkfish, shark. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and on the line with us, we have Scott Brown. Scott, hey, John. Why, why don't you tell us exactly what you do? Well, I, you know, I am the West Coast um, PR representative for Fiat Chrysler Automobiles, um, and uh, I'm the luckiest man in the world. I work with media. Um, and I, I, uh, I present, you know, our products to them, you know, whether it's Chrysler products, Jeep, Ram, Dodge, Fiat, or Alfa Romeo. Well, um, Scott, can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah. Um, you were very generous in delivering to me that uh, 150 diesel. 
Yep, the fifteen hundred. Uh, right. Well, um, I'm going to have to come up with a reason. Uh, <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I do. Okay. I got to come up with that same reason. Yeah. It's a great truck. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that uh, I think that I haven't driven an Alfa Romeo for some time, so we better take that one for a test drive. <laughs> we'll strap some fishing poles. We'll put a little rack on. There, there you go. We'll just cruise, cruise up and down the coast. Right. <laughs> okay. But anyway, uh, Scott, why don't we start getting into a little bit more? Of the, you know, I I know I didn't realize before how you are into. Um, off-roading, and we're not talking about just taking the truck off of the showroom floor, right. but why don't we talk a little bit about people that want to go off-road, and let's start with people that just need to truck to get places, and there's right. another subject that we went on called rock crawling, where you've got these trails, and <laughs> there's, uh, at Big Bear, apparently there's three uh, trails out of only I think five or six in California that it's like a, once you if you if you get through the trail you get a cert- certification. Well, and, you, yeah, and, we call it we call it the badge of honor program. Jeep okay. has that where they select some trails and then through social media you document that you you went on the trail uh-huh. um, and and then uh, you get a little badge and we call them badge of honors and it's and it's a fun it's a it's a whole there's a whole website um, people have a lot of fun with it and yeah there's three up in the Big Bear area, um, and, and Desi took us on portions of, of, of a couple of those. Um, that uh, <laughs> The trails that uh, we were talking about is in, in front of the trail, they've got a pile of boulders and big rocks. <laughs> so it looks like the trail is closed. But <laughs> the reason they do that is that uh, it's kind of a filter. If you can't crawl over those rocks, then you better not go on the trail. It's a gate. It, it yeah. literally is a gate. Because that happens a lot. I mean, we can talk about this all day, but a lot of people get into a trail, and, and maybe it's easy at the beginning, but then they get in and they get into some trouble, and the next thing you know, there's a fairly significant rescue that has to take place. And so they do that They do that to make a, a, a really tough obstacle right up front, and then, then you know, if you can't make it past here, you shouldn't even be on this trail. Right. Yeah. But the, the funny thing is, is when we're, we're going to bring Desi on in a few minutes that owns Big Bear Jeep Experience. Right. And he takes you out and me out on separate trips. And normally, if you're driving, if you're just driving off road, you want to go from one point to another. Right. But there's something else that they do that's called rock crawling. And it really has nothing to do with getting anywhere. It's you look for the biggest obstacle you can find. So, in other words, there's this boulder that's the size of a kitchen table. Uh, you know, on the trail. Well, if you wanted to, you could go around it. Nah, nah, <laughs> that wouldn't be any fun. So a lot, he, a lot. Of, he goes right. Of, yeah, crawls over it. A lot of the Jeep guys, you know, are playing with their suspensions uh-huh. and they want to see what kind of articulation. They're disconnecting sway bars and putting long travel suspensions on. And so, yeah, yeah, on the trail that Desi took us on. I mean, there were times it's like, you know, there's an easier route. We could just <laughs> take. And Desi wants, he's no, proud of the no Jeep. Fun. Yeah, that's no Desi's, fun. Desi's proud and he wants right. to show us what it can do. Well, why don't you give us some ideas, aside from rock crawling, about some safety tips. And if you're going to be driving off-road, what equipment do you need either from the factory or that you're going to um, aftermarket? Well, first off, you, you need to know what you where you're going to be, what you're going to what you're going to do. Lake fishing, lake hunting, you know, you need to have the appropriate tool, right? And I'm lucky to work for a company whether it's ram trucks with power wagons and if I I need, you know, a big something, big truck to haul stuff off road, we can go power wagon. If I need something a little smaller, a little nimble, we've got Jeeps, we've got small Jeeps, we've got Wranglers, we've got Grand Cherokee. So, figuring out what you're going to be doing, you know, then matching that and getting the proper the proper vehicle. Um, when it comes to off-road, I always like to tell people, it, it, you know, it's not about bombing down a trail. It's about going as slow as possible and as fast as necessary. Um, you know, the reality is when you're out in the backcountry, a lot of times you're by yourself and it's about preservation. It's about, you know, preserving your vehicle so you're not walking out um, and you're not paying for broken parts. Um, and it's about being safe. So, that's one of the first things I say is is as as slow as possible and as fast as necessary. Let the let the vehicle do what it was designed to do. Let the let the suspension flex, let the engine torque, don't over rev. When you start going too fast, that's when you start breaking things. The mm-hmm. car gets hurt, you get hurt. So first and foremost, as slow as as slow as possible, as fast as necessary. 
And then you obviously, I mean, I can't, it, I'm just blown away a lot of times when you get into the backcountry. People don't have first aid kits. People don't have recovery oh. kits. People don't have, they don't have fire extinguishers. You know, those are some of the things. A, a, a jack beyond just, you know, the jack in the, the tire. Car. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, so like or, one of those, those old-fashioned big bumper jacks where you could lift high, it out. Yeah. High lift jacks, mm-hmm. you know, but absolutely a first aid kit. Absolutely um, recovery straps. Um you know, just just a few simple things can really make just a, you know a, a situation that is slightly sticky. It's not sticky, or mm-hmm. in a slightly sticky situation, if you're not properly prepared, could be a really uncomfortable, potentially dangerous situation. So, mm-hmm. first aid kits, you know, um, uh, jacks, fire extinguishers, you know, are absolute must. Some extra water, and especially if you're by yourself, and always tell people where you're going. If you're going to a secret fishnet. Tell your wife where you're going. Oh. You know, um, you, you know you don't want to get out there and get stranded and, and not well, what have about, anybody know uh, you. What, what about electronics? Is that is that useful? Well, I, it's electronics, but come on, John, a lot of the places you go, the electronics aren't working. You, you know, you're not in cell. You're not you're, you're not in cell range. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yes, navigation, GPS, yes, but you know, um, you still there's nothing beats good old fashioned safety. Telling people where you're going to be and being prepared. The electronics aren't going to save your butt. Okay. Uh, another couple of things that I learned a lot about, and we'll, we'll, we maybe we'll let uh, Desi talk about that, but the air pressure. And what about, uh, you know, a lot of people have the, you know, the worn winches on the front of their trucks. Right. But if you don't have that, how about just a, one of those hand... Uh, um, they call them a high-lift jack. Uh, uh, no, the, the, the winch. It's a hand yeah, winch for the gear, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I can't even remember what you call that. But the, the, the high-lift jacks, like you say, the bumper mount jacks, you can use that as like a come-along, as hmm. like a winch. Come-along, so yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah. You can, you can, those high-lift jacks are amazing pieces of equipment because, yeah, you can almost use it like... Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I, th- I think we got uh, uh, Scott's uh, Scott? s- schedule is, is, is off for a second. But uh, uh, oh, hold on just one second. Call Scott back. He dropped him. But uh, anyway, uh, I think that to go over a little bit about what Scott said is when you're driving in an area that's remote, first of all, let people know where you are. And then, uh, you know, safety in mind, which is, you know, you can get out there and and, you know, if something happens, you certainly should have, a, you know, some backup water, food, that type of thing, and then the proper clothing. Because if you're going out, especially when you're going out into higher altitudes, you may not think about it as you climb up. But you go up um, even to even six, seven, eight thousand feet, and it's a spring or fall, and it might be 100 degrees where you're at. But when you get up there, uh, the temperature can change drastically, especially at night. So make sure that you keep that in mind. I think Scott's given some tips, and then we're going to be talking to uh, to Desi here in a couple of minutes. We'll see if we can get Scott back on the line. But uh, the, uh, of course, the the equipment, the the equipment that we, uh, you know, that that Scott has available to you, normally will do everything you need to do. But we're going to find out about some of the different things that you can do for your vehicle that uh, that will get you to to enhance what you want to do. But uh, while, while we're waiting to get Scott back on the line, just a couple of quick points is that yes. we, we do need you. Uh, well, let's go ahead and put Scott back on the line. Okay. Um, uh, Scott, I, I, I know that you're out, uh, Trucky, probably with a, a line in the water. But uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> well, that's live radio, folks. Okay, Scott, I've been I've been trying to cover for you. I think you're in a bad signal area, but so let's go ahead and finish up for the next couple minutes. Yeah, I guess I didn't put my uh, my nickels in the meter here. So, oh, okay, uh, gotcha. Anyway. Well, we got about two minutes, but hopefully, if you got time, you'll stick around for the rest of the show. But what we're just talking about more is about the equipment, the safety part of it, and make go and kind of go over a couple of things that make people know where you're going to go. And if you're going to be going up to higher elevations, especially in the spring and fall, you might be 80 degrees where you're at. But when you get up into some higher elevations and it gets dark, things can change drastically. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's being prepared. I mean the old Boy Scout motto. I mean come on, that that's the difference between a you know a good trip, a great trip, and a and a and an average or a bad trip. So mm-hmm. 
you, you can never be overprepared. Um, and a lot of times it's just simple, simple little things, an extra jacket, extra water, telling people where you're at, mm-hmm. you know, and then having the proper safety and recovery equipment. Yeah, you go up a couple thousand feet and you might be surprised that it starts to snow and you go, wait a minute, <laughs> right. that's not supposed right. to happen. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And be prepared. You know, when you okay. go up, sometimes you're going to get into that. Okay. Well, we're going to see if we can get uh, Desi. He's got a uh, tour that he's he's on right now. So we're going to try and get in touch with him and see if he's ready. And we're going to talk a little bit about what we were doing over the weekend. And I'm sure he's got a lot of tips for us. So oh, sure. we're going to we're going to take a break here in another minute. But get some quick information from you if people are looking for information about any of the vehicles, in particular the Ram. Yeah, you know, ramtrucks.com, jeep.com, you know, for us, you know, in particular, you know, your local de- your local dealerships. Mm-hmm. But um, online at uh, ramtrucks.com or jeep.com. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's the best deal. Or stop way. in. And uh, we're going to come yep. up with a contest to get people to do for a test drive. We're going to be there right back go. with you uh, with Fish Talk Radio. Stay tuned. The best is yet to come. stretches for miles in front of you and with the ram 1500 you'll be able to reach mile after open mile it gets a best in class 25 miles per gallon highway so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge but by your gauge for achievement and the ram 1500 is the first ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year guts glory ram see your local ram dealer today for great deals epa estimated 25 mpg highway based on v6 4x2 If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at V-A-G-A-B-U-N-D-O-S dot com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! It's a beautiful day, oh, what do you say, let's go fishing. What a wonderful way to spend the day just a-fishing. Oh, the water on the lake is smooth as glass, oh, we might catch a sunny, we might catch a bass, oh, what do you say, let's go fishing. I went on down to my favorite fishing hole around I got myself a pole in line. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have we've been talking to Scott Brown from uh, Ram Trucks, going off-road places that you can't go in a normal vehicle or even even an SUV. But now we have on the line with us Desi Hauer from Big Bear Jeep Experience. 
And Scott and I both were able to experience the experience. And I have to tell you, Desi, he's a great guy, and he knows his stuff, and he's got the equipment. Now, normally when you're driving down a, a rough road, you try and follow the path, you know, to, you know, stay away from obstacles. Well, Desi, in, he doesn't stay away from him. He looks for him. <laughs> and and uh, the big rock in the middle of the road, he doesn't go around it. That's what's, how much fun is that? So anyway, Desi, why don't you give us a quick idea about, about what you do and some about your equipment that you use? Well, um, John, what we do is, at Big Bear Tube Experience is we let you get the experience of what it's like to off-road and to what it's, feel what it's like to drive these trail-ready vehicles. There's four-wheel drive trucks that do normal dirt roads, but we do actual rated trails. Everything from a beginner-friendly trail to an advanced rock crawling trip. Um, all of our vehicles are lifted vehicles, larger tires, um, gears with lockers to do the features that we have out here. We um, can crawl everything from really small one-foot size rocks to everything. Some of our vehicles and some of our trails have rocks that are like three, four feet tall that we're able to drive our vehicles up and over. Yeah. And um, we, let, what we do is we drive in front of you in a guide vehicle mm-hmm. and let you follow us. So we show you, lead by example, and show you how to do a feature. Mm-hmm. And then we talk you through it step by step. So you're not just thrown to the wolves out there, we walk you through it and get you through each and every feature that we have. Well, see, this this is not a YouTube video. You're actually driving this thing. And, and you know, obviously it's slow, um, but, you know, you get some of these rocks, you know, you have to lock up the, uh, uh, the both differentials because you've only got two wheels touching the ground. The other two are suspended in the air. Yep, yep, and that's that's the deal out here. There's a lot of situations where your wheels lift off the ground and the second you have a wheel that lifts off the ground, if you don't have a walking differential, you're stuck. Your one wheel is going to sit there spinning. So when you have a trail-ready vehicle, it's got locking differentials. So you can lock up that differential and just continue on the way and not mm-hmm. be stuck on the trail just because a wheel is off well, the ground. Desi, can you give us a little bit of an explanation about the suspension? And there's some things that make common sense that I never thought of. And, you know, what you, you, know, what you do to your trucks uh, to the suspension to give you the ability to do this because even Ram trucks, you know, they they don't really build it for that. They build it to, to get you someplace. But this is you don't go driving these things to go someplace. You drive it because <laughs> you like to crawl over rocks. But exactly. Give, give well, us give us an idea about the suspension. It's something you mentioned. What's the first part of the suspension? Um, well, what we do with our suspension is. We get it ready at the trails. All the vehicles, when they pull up to the Jeep trails, they stop there and they start getting their vehicle ready. They will disconnect their sway bars, which will um, allow their vehicle to articulate more, their suspension to articulate more while they're crawling over the rocks. Um, We also air down the tires. Airing down the tires to about 12 pounds of pressure makes it so there is more surface area of the tire touching the ground, and also the tire grabs better. Um, on the rocks, and as you're driving, it's the first stage of your suspension. The tire will absorb the shock of the smaller rocks, and your suspension will absorb the shock of the bigger rocks. It makes for a much more comfortable ride when you're out there off-road, and it also makes it so it's not as easy to get stuck. You know, mm-hmm. when you have a larger footprint on the ground, your vehicle's going to have much better traction. And what about the suspension itself? I mean, you said, you know, you lift it. What, what all do you do to the what, suspension to, to give it this on, ability? On, on our Jeeps here, we have a four-inch TerraFlex lift. Um, it's all eight control arms are um, replaced and modified with upgraded um, control arms. We also have uh, our modified drive lines. We have a lot of modifications on our vehicle. The four-inch lift is kind of what we need out here. We could probably work with a three- to four-inch lift on the train that we're doing out here. Any lower than that, and we're kind of rubbing on the rocks a lot out here, and that makes people a little bit nervous when they're rubbing around on the rocks and grinding on them. These Jeeps are built to handle that, but we want to make people comfortable out here so we don't have them grinding on the rocks as much as some other people do when they have the smaller lifts. Mm-hmm. Some of the um, terrain out here, what people don't know is if you get a completely stock Jeep Rubicon, it is pretty much trail-ready. You could come up here and do some of our black diamond terrain right away. They, those vehicles come stocked with lockers, 
um, sway bar disconnects. You come up and you can complete Jeep Badge of Honor trails right from the showroom floor. So that's kind of impressive. You will rub the bottom and scratch the bottom up a little bit, but that's what these things are made for. you got to learn to accept that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> we Scott, got skid plates for. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> That's what we have skid plates for. There you go. Exactly. Well, Scott, it, Scott it, turns out he's not only a rep um, for Dodge Ram and Jeep, but he's also a, uh, um, I'm not sure he's an aficionado of the vehicles that you use. So maybe he has a couple of comments or questions. No, no, he's absolutely right. I mean, you know, we were talking a little bit about safety before, John, but airing down the tires is actually a really, really basic, even a safety feature. There's been a lot of people... That have, that have gotten stuck, you go out for a rescue, and the rescue people come in, literally air down the tires on a vehicle and drive it out. And that's in snow, in, in mm-hmm. sand, in mud. You know, you take, you take your tire pressures. We were recently in, in Flagstaff, Arizona, at Cinder Hills um, off-road area. Um, it's, it's a volcanic ash. We got a truck stuck because we didn't air down. We aired down just to 40 pounds, from 55 to 40 pounds, and we literally drove out. So... Desi brings up a great point, which actually goes into into safety. Airing down is a huge a huge factor in comfort for the people. You know, not it's it's going to be easier on the on the equipment. It's not going to be as harsh, so it actually protects it better for your Jeep. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, airing down is, is well, something that can't be overlooked. Yeah, uh, something that I noticed, and we were following uh, Desi, is that as his uh, Jeep was going over the terrain, the tires would actually fit. Uh, flex to fit the terrain. It's like putting your right. like putting your hand on it, uh, where you know the sidewall on one side would come up, so that you had a flat surface on the rock. Without that, it would be just a very small surface. So it actually right. just kind of flex back and forth. At you know, but right. when you see it happen as it kind of forms around the rock, it's uh, you know it, it was <laughs> educational. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. What Desi does also by allowing people to drive because sometimes on Jeep tours. Um, you know, people just get driven, and and the fact that Desi Desi leads and people can actually follow and see the line that he sets because it is a lot of time you're reading the trail, you find what the best line is to go through. Desi's going to set that, and then you guys can learn from what he's setting and then go through it at the same speed, the same line, and that's that's a fantastic way to learn. Well, the other thing is that we mentioned earlier is when you're on these trails, most people, no matter what kind of vehicle you have, would, uh, you know, you, just, you try and find a path to go around the obstacles. Desi doesn't do that. He, mm-hmm. he looks for the biggest obstacle he can find just to hey, see if he can crawl over it. Full disclosure here, though, is Desi absolutely doesn't, he stays on the trails. He never goes off the trails. Right. It's hugely right. important to remember that, that we cannot leave the trail. Uh, we have to tread lightly. Um, you know, but it, it within that trail, yeah, if there's a rock, if there's a boulder, um, Desi typically likes to use that to, to show the capability of the vehicle, which mm-hmm. is, which is makes it fun. I'll tell you well, what, it's it's a lot more fun than watching YouTube videos, I'll tell you that. Absolutely. <laughs> well, there's a few things that we do like to promote out here. Um, a lot of the things is pack it in, pack it out. You know, there's trash that gets left out here all the time, and that's really disturbing when you see people in, that are out here leaving their trash around. So we try to pick up all the trash. We also try to promote all trail conservation, you know, do whatever we can to really encourage that. You know, people get these vehicles and they they're really tempted to want to go off the trail. And that's one thing that we really try to encourage is we are lucky to have these trails and we need to promote trail conservation to mm-hmm. keep these trails. Well, Desi, uh, just, just real quickly, because we've only got a couple minutes left. Yep. Uh, Big Bear, I had been to Big Bear, but apparently I'd never been to Big Bear because there was so much more there. Can you talk a little bit about the off-roading available opportunities in your area? You know, um, one of the things that Big Bear is really famous for is we have three Jeep Badge of Honor trails that pretty much connect to each other up here. So you can come up and actually do three Jeep Badge of Honor trails in one day. It would be a very long day, but to be able to do that is incredible. We also have Holcomb Valley, which has a whole lot of history in it. So even if you don't have a full trail-ready vehicle, you can come out there in a pretty stock vehicle and do the Gold Fever Trail and stuff like that just to be exposed to a little bit of the off-road world mm-hmm. out here. Well, and you mentioned something about the track they have down there is starting to get extremely popular for the off-roaders, even, you know, oh. even on, the, on, the, in, uh, on the scale of uh, the Baja. Yes, we also, you know, 45 minutes, 
down the backside, right out there in Johnson Valley, we have where they have the King of the Hammers race. Um, King of the Hammers is becoming the biggest race in the industry. You know, the Baja race, everybody hears about the Baja 500, but that race is just a race across the desert. There's not too much rock crawling and stuff like that involved. The King of the Hammers race is a race where these vehicles have to be able to go 100 miles an hour across the desert, but then they have to be able to race up challenging rock terrain. So, it's a great race to watch. Um, as far as for a spectator point of view, you can stand on these mountains and get a whole lot better view of the race. When you're at the Baja-style races, you get to see a small section of the course. Yeah, they when you go to the races, fly and like, mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. When you go to races of the King of the Hammers, you get to go up on a mountainside and you get okay. more of the stadium perspective. All right, Desi, we're, we're about out of time, so let's uh, give you a little bit of credit. Thank you very much for taking us out there, because I was afraid that I was going to be sitting in the back of something and going for a scenic tour, but that was absolutely incredible. Anybody that's interested, I would highly recommend it, and Big Bear such a lot of things to offer. So, Desi, and you're, again, they can reach you. It's it's not too difficult. It's called the Big Bear Jeep, Big Bear Jeep exper- Experience. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Big Bear Jeep Experience. You can reach us at 909-420-5828. And if you didn't catch that, tune in. Just go to the website and listen to it as many times as you want. You might uh, actually learn a few things. I certainly did today, and I certainly did over the weekend. Desi, thank you very much, and thanks for that uh, trip. So, and uh, Scott, <laughs> what can I say? Anyway, uh, we're going to, this is Fish Talk Radio, and we appreciate you tuning in. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. I got the launch ramp blue. Launch ramp blue. 
Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hannigan in studio. And actually, our engineer is taking a break. Also, well, he's our guy. I guess he's our engineer. Our media guy is uh, Ken Cleveland is sitting down. He was hearing the conversation, so he decided he'd sit down. He may ask some questions also. But, uh, Scott, I think to summarize, there's a couple of different things that we're, that we're talking about. First of all, a vehicle that will take you to places that you want to go and when you get there, you're not going to find any Winnebago's and or even even crossover vehicles. You know, right, you're gonna, for sure. You're, you're, and and, and uh, unless you're going to go in on a pack mule or a horse, there's not it's not easy to get in. And but that's where you want to go because that's the places that get low pressure. They're still pristine, but you need the right vehicle to get there. And then of course, once you get there, you got to be able to get out. Right. Right. So, you know, that's there's that. And then we were talking to Desi about the rock crawling, which is which is a sport unto itself. It's not a matter of transportation to get in some place. It's just a, a, a sport unto itself that's becoming very popular. Right. Right. Yeah. Desi, you know, Desi and his group, they'll take a Wrangler and, and Desi takes a, a basic Wrangler, you know, puts that lift kit on it, puts bigger tires on it, you know, does some recovery stuff. And yeah, for him. It's all about going on a trail and challenging himself. And, and we're lucky enough in Southern California, whether he, like he said, Johnson Valley or Big Bear. Big Bear's got great mountain biking. They've got great trails to go jeeping on. Um, you know, whether you've got a, a stock jeep and you're just trail riding to a gold mine, and they've got some, you, I think you went on one of those gold mining experiences. Um, you know, we've got some vehicles that'll help you get there. Well, now what I did go is uh, we went back into uh, uh, Santa Ana Creek and did some fly fishing, and I caught a German brown. Right, we didn't nice. ha- we didn't we didn't have a, a measuring device, so I can tell you whatever size I want, right? <laughs> yeah, about that big, about yay big. <laughs> but uh, that, that was like a thirty incher, wasn't it, John? Well, it it started off at uh, at six, then it got to twelve, and, four, and then ended up at fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fishermen. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it's all about the camera angle, right? <laughs> there you go. There you right. go. That's it. But uh, anyway, the, the vehicles that we're talking about, there's a couple of different things. We talked about safety, because if you're if you're going to one of these places, chances are, I mean, there's very few vehicles that will make it there. So chances are, if you get stuck there, you may not see anybody for a few days or a week. Right. right. And your cell phone may not work. So, you know, we encourage you to do that, but especially certain times of the year and where you're going. It's, uh, you know, you don't just uh, go to the, the uh, showroom, buy one of your Rubicons, and take off up into the mountains. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, you can, but, you know, you want to think about it a little bit. If you've never done right. it before, take it, start off slow. Right. You go take a class with Desi. I mean, honestly, that, that's one of the great things is, uh, is uh, you know, call Desi and go on one of his, uh, go on one of the Jeep Badge of Honor trails to get some experience, and uh, that's a great way to great way to start jeep has these programs called jeep tambourines oh. um you know you can go to jeep tambourine usa we do about 36 nationwide but it's a great way to get in a group of people do something together have some fun you know and then you're not alone you don't worry about okay hey what happens if i'm out here by myself you're not you're with instructors you're with spotters you're with people that are in the same boat as you so mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot of great ways to experience your products and and uh, and do it in a safe way Okay. Well, we're going to wrap this one up. I appreciate you coming in, uh, Scott Brown, with Ram Trucks. And, you know, obviously, it's, it's not like we have to give you an email or a uh, uh, website to go to because it's ubiquitous. And you can right. just, you can just uh, Google it anywhere, go to your closest dealer, and tell them that Scott sent you in for a free test drive. That's right. And uh, if you go, Scott sent you in for a free test drive and you get one, Fish Talk Radio will send you something for at least 50 bucks. There you go. There you That's go. That's great. All you got to do is just let us know. And then we've got uh, uh, Desi, of course, that was helping us out, and that's at BigBearJeepExperience.com. And just give us a call and listen to us on Fish Talk Radio as many times as you want. If there's something you want to listen to again, do that. And also just let us know if there's any information we can get for you. Scott, thank you very much. We really appreciate you taking the time and pulling off the side of the road from your uh, trip uh, up to Truckee. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. We appreciate that. Thanks, Scott. You gone fishing. 